Um, it's yes. one of the things requires a dexterity saving throw, but it doesn't say what against. Would it be like my it's your spell casting modifier? That would be your spell casting modifier. Uh, do I have? Which one? I believe that you have because of your elf stuff. Uh, so it would be intelligence. And your ranger, right? yeah, ranger. I think you get a certain amount of spells. So, do you have a spell slot thing on your character um, sheet? Spells. Spell save DC is a fourteen, but it says Dex. Is that so? Is that the right? Dex, the Dex save would be against fourteen. Okay, which is. Yeah, cool. And if that doesn't work, I no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's what it is. That seems right. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And I think that's your wisdom modifier for ranger. Maybe. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how math works in D and D. I don't know how math math works. Period. It's so. uh, your spell casting. Uh, your spell save DC is eight plus your proficiency bonus plus your modifier, which I believe for rangers is wisdom. Cool. I'm trusting D and D beyond on this. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. So yeah, are we ready? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Then I'm gonna. Oh, does who's doing the clappy thing? Oh, um, wait, who did it last time? Was it? I I think it was Jess. I think it was me. No, I think it was. So, I think it was now me. did you? Was it, it was did, me? I'm pretty sure it was me. I can't get my freaking Skype to go back to full screen. <laughs> <laughs> How do I make it go back? I want to see all of you. <laughs> Okay. Hey, do you remember when we put it on together mode and then it just <laughs> broke the call for like 25 oh, minutes? screaming. I'm gonna leave and come back. I'm sorry. Okay. 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 That's okay. fine. Um, then, so if Jules did it last time, then I think it's Maddie. It worked. Hello. Is me? Yeah, I think it's Maddie. So. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, Maddie, you're ready. Okay. We all good, guys? Okay, ready, set. Ooh, okay. Um, <laughs> hello, and welcome to D20 Error, where we roll dice before one of our internet goes out. My name is Kate, I'm the DM. My name is Alice, I play Town the half Oak Bard. My name is Jess, I play Nora the Human Wizard. My name is Jules, I play Ren the Elven Ranger Rogue. My name is Maddie, I play Val the Tiefling Druid Barbarian. And my name is Miller, and I play Augie, the human paladin warlock. Woo! Welcome back to the stream. We've got a fun one today. Um, do we have any? Um, you should check us out on all our social media links. We have a Twitter, an Instagram, a Discord, um, a TikTok. Yep. Um, yep, those are, yes, that's it. That's what we're doing. Um, And we also have our own individual links that you can uh come and follow us because yeah um does anybody have any announcements nope okay um plug for miller's twitch stream because Ooh. miller streams on twitch sometimes and it's a fun time so you should check that out there's no schedule whatsoever and i do whatever i want to do <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. Good for you. All right. Um, yeah. 
Is that is that it? Cool. Okay. <laughs> so, does anyone want to recap what happened on our special two-month jump episode? <laughs> I don't. I honestly can't remember. Oh lord. Yeah. I made. A, I did a lot of. Okay. <laughs> no worries. No worries. I'm happy to do it. Um. So, we just finished a a big ol' arc, and last session we decided to do a nice two-month time skip. Um, some relaxation occurred, some conversations were had. Let's see, um, we left off with our ranger rogue having a lot of conversations and making a lot of presents. We had our wizard sorting out the library and gaining a minion. Very exciting stuff. Um, we had our bard. I'm pretty sure you got some... Um, uh, flying boots. Yes, flying boots, and you were working a lot on that. Had some fun conversations. Um, our barbarian druid had a fun conversation with herself and came to an understanding for the moment and finally got to reunite with the party after a very long time of leave of absence. And we had our paladin, uh, Warlock, who... Enjoying the new um, responsibilities of being king and the things that go along with that and the people that go along with that. And I believe that's where we left off. So, Miller, I know that you wanted to have a conversation if you'd like to do that now. Or Augie, if you'd like to have that conversation now, I should say. Uh, yeah. Um, so this is the next morning. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, I'd imagine Topher leaves, Ren comes back, but I would like, what, what happened there? <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, that's like up to you. I don't particularly imagine that you all would necessarily have like stayed, like at least he probably yeah. would have. There would have been some small talk and then probably left. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, literally the second it's morning, Augie is just putting on pants, put on just and just heading out and going straight to Tam's room. On the way though, he's going to go to try like go to Val's room and get and give a little knock. I'm 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 gonna like open the door, but like you know, where you're like, you wake someone up out of, like, a good sleep, and you're just like, what? What's happening? What? What's happening? Uh, can I, can you come with me? Just, I, I need to have a talk with, like, me, you, and, and, and Tam. Okay, two, two seconds, I gotta put pants on. And then she just shuts the door, and then you hear, like, rustling and, like, falling, and she's, like, jumping, pulling on pants, and then she opens the door, and she's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, so... Aki grabs Val by the hand and just doesn't say anything. Just tunnel vision going straight to Tam. And She's not asleep. She doesn't even know what's going on. Aki's just knocking on the door. Um, yeah. Tam's gonna open the door. She's currently levitating in the boots. <laughs> She's just like... Always. Getting pretty good at them, actually. Yeah, nice. This uh, morning... Uh, yeah, this is early. 
good morning. Um, can I talk to you really fast? Uh, yeah, come okay. in. Pull, pull Valen with me. Um, and just throw, shut the door immediately and say, oh my God, what happened? Um, so I did something. Good. Uh, good. Okay. Good or bad? See, I don't know yet. Um, <laughs> wait, let me, let me, wait. Follow-up question. Is there a body I need to get rid of? Yeah. What's the fallout? Oh, okay. Um, there, as of right now, there is no fallout, but there may be. So, um, you guys know Topher? Oh, yeah. The guy we met in your room yesterday? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You... Uh, yeah, last night. Um... You didn't. <laughs> yeah. Augie! What? I sh- I'm... Um, what um, like last night I slept with Topher <sighs> it was it was it was it was nothing mm-hmm. serious we agree it's just there's no emotion attached it's nothing serious um but I'm kind of freaking out a little bit and I don't know why I mean like yeah, I mean, he's quite charming. I can see why. Right? right? Was he, like, um... Did he just leave in the morning? Did he, oh my gosh, did he leave and not say anything? Did he just sneak out like a like a no, ninja? No, no, no. We, 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 we talked a little after and then he, he left. Okay. Do you like him? No, 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 no. Wow, Not that's like a that. lot of no. Wow, that's you know so many no's. So, so if, you, if you don't like him, why mm. did you do it? I mean, he's, he's kind of hot, and um, and listen, I've been going through a lot, and oh, I, you're allowed. Yeah, I just you said a lot of no's, so yeah. I was a little I was a little concerned. I I I just. There's no emotion attached to it. Okay. okay. But, but are you feeling like... Is that like a regretty spaghetti at the moment? Are you really... How a much... little bit. Okay. And I'm not... Again, I, I don't know why. Was it, was it regretty spaghetti because of the... Like, the experience was bad? Or just because you did the, the thing? Because I did the thing. Okay. I, I hate to... I feel like the reason you might be feeling bad is it begins with a R and ends with an N. I'm going to agree with Tam on this one. Like, that might be why. Because you and, I mean, you and Ren are, I think he likes you. And I thought, I mean, I thought you like him. So maybe that's why you're feeling a so bit regretty so spaghetti. So that, yeah. Or I could get, I mean, do I have it wrong? You're giving me a face. I think he's realizing that we're right. Oh, gosh. He, 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 he just sits down, 
very slowly on like a chair there, just staring off into space, like, damn, I think we broke him. God. <laughs> okay. Um, so you guys knew? Listen, I mean, yeah. I might not have been here the whole time, but I'm not blind. There's also like a certain amount, like certain point where hair braiding just becomes like it's it not means something anymore. more. You like once you started do- doing your hair in like fishtail braids, I was like, fucking hell, that's serious. Mm-hmm. When it got to the point where you couldn't sleep unless he fishtailed hair, did your braids and fishtails? There was a little. There's a little bit something going on there. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, wow. Um, okay, what do I do? Um, Val, what mm-hmm. does he do? Uh, have you considered telling him? Not, not about what just happened last night, about your feelings. Uh, you know, I've thought about it, but not really in, like, a way that I was actually going to do it. Um, but. All right. From from my part, I think that, like, even if you talk to Ren and you say, hey, buddy, let's, uh, let's make it real. Let's make it a thing. Whatever happened, I don't think you should be ashamed or, like weird about what happened with Topher because like if we think about what Ren went through to get to like the place that he is he had to like become a flower and like go to the Feywild like he had some rough fucking patches and I feel like if he's if he's okay to go to the Feywild and be a flower and do all of that I think you're fine to like hook up with someone you know it seems equitable you know Well, I can't just not tell him about it. I can't. Maybe don't tell him um, until after we have our first council meeting, because it's going to be real awkward if you tell him and then they have to sit in a council with each other for like two hours. There's going to be a stare down. I it's going to be uncomfortable. Maybe like. I don't know, like, put it down in, like, a note and then be like, read this when you have the time and then disappear for six months. Therefore, no repercussions. Yeah, uh, if, if you run away, then there can be no repercussions. No, that's, no, you're king. You can't do that. Yeah, okay, but, I'm sorry. But, so, but I think Val has a point. Like, I don't think it's the best thing to lead with. Like, I... I slept with Topher. Let's let's get it on. Let's start dating. <laughs> Maybe it's something that like you don't have to hide it, but like I'm just don't think it's the most sensible thing to lead with. Yeah. Maybe like lead with your feelings first yeah. and then like maybe let it go for a bit. See, test the waters, dip your toes into the pond, and then be like, by the way. Or you could start off by saying like I something happened recently that made me feel like I want to share my feelings for you, and then and then technically mm-hmm. you're saying like you are telling, telling him that something truth. happened, and then when you say later on that like you know I I 
had a dalliance with Topher, then like you you did you were kind you did kind of tell them at the beginning. You're not lying and you're, you're not, not telling lying. the truth. You're just that's, giving them, you're giving them part of the truth. That's that's literally lying by omission, and it's still lying. No, it's not. You're telling him that something happened. You don't tell him what it is. You're just telling him that something happened. Val, Val, I love you, and you know that that that, that I trust you too, right? Yeah. Um, that is not a good idea. I never claimed it was. Um, it's just an idea. I think maybe you know. Don't say anything before the council. See how you feel in the council. See, like, when you got your two boys, like, opposite each other, just feel, mm-hmm. like, feel it out, and then you might be able to, you know, get a sense of where side, you want to go. Sorry. Side note, I don't think Ren is on the council. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is? Yeah. And Ren also, was the only one that Augie could get to get on no, the council. Ren and Tam are the only two that, <laughs> that agreed. I um, had it as Val. That's what it was. Okay, gotcha. sorry. But also, this is like at the end of the time jump, so we have already had council meetings before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was a good point. You know, next council meeting, just feel it out. See what your heart says. If you want, I can come to the council meeting, make you feel better, less awkward. I won't know what's going on, but I'll sit there and pretend I do. Have emotional support, Tiefling. If if that's what you'd like, then sure. No, it's not for me. Um, it's for you. <laughs> I will think about it, but I'm going to tell him about Topher no matter what. I think I there's I wouldn't be able to keep that. Oh for- no. I don't think you have to not tell him. You just have to decide when is the opportune time to tell him about Topher and whether to do it before or after you express your feelings. That's the, that's the, the only problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. this was a good meeting. Carol insight. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. Seventeen. Uh, let me see if my role counteracted that. Give me a second. <laughs> um, let's see. I also got a 17. So that means... Okay. Um, <laughs> so, Tam, what are you in particular inciting? I'm inciting whether any of this was helpful to him. <laughs> Okay, I think I'll say that you know Augie well enough at this point that whether it was helpful, good or bad, you've given him a lot to think about. Okay. Is that accurate? I, yeah, he's definitely, he definitely has a lot to think about now. Yeah. Okay. Cool. As, as they leave the room, I'll, I'll just hold Augie back for like half a second um, and I'll say... Look, honestly, I've seen the way that Ren looks at you, and I don't think, um, I don't think whatever happened last night will make too much of a difference to that. I think it runs deep, what you have. Well, you never know. And he, he just, he keeps going. Yeah. 
Okay. With that, um, I would like, if that's all right, to jump forward just a little bit to the end of the two-month time skip um, at the tail end of one of the council meetings. So, um, Val, are you in attendance of this council meeting? Or... I should be, yes. I'm his emotional support tiefling. I'm just standing there oh, watching, not knowing Okay, uh, Jules, I also thought Jules has something, yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking, could we do a POV Ren? Because, <laughs> uh, first of all, I probably would have gone back to the room after having had the wine mom night with Nora in the library. Um, would the door have been locked or whatever? Um... Probably. It depends on the timing, but if I mean we decided that that Nora and Ren regularly have very late yeah yeah nights. yeah no I'm 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 aware <laughs> library, um, so it would be like early hours of the morning. Okay, so early hours of the morning, uh, he'd probably be gone by that point. So it's up to Augie. I mean, the door wouldn't be locked, but Augie also wouldn't be asleep. So Ren just goes in as he always does. Yeah. Okay, then Ren does what he always does that night. Just wanted to make sure that that was that that happened. No, I know. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, also, I will give my dear a gift. <laughs> okay. I'll do that super quick. Okay. Um, because I, I gave everyone their gifts last session and I forgot Moroth. I actually had a gift for him. I want it on the record. I did not forget him. I just You're forgot good. to do it in the session. Um, I'll just describe the gift instead of like blah, blah. So it's just a, a collar with a little silver bell and he only has to wear it if he wants to and I'll make it clear when I give it to him that it's not like ownership. It's just like I want you to have something too. And the enchantment is like a version of alarm where if he's ever afraid and Ren isn't there, Ren will get a ping in the back of his head. That's it. Okay, time jump. And you will definitely wear it. Definitely. <laughs> Yay. Okay. What a dance boy. <laughs> so, council meeting. Um, it's, for those of you that have been there before, it's uh, going similarly. There's a lot of kind of discussion back and forth. There's a little bit of tension between the older members of the council and the newer. Uh, Bianca tends to be leading most of this, kind of has logistical. All of you have uh, basic itinerary. Um, Augie, in general, Bianca tends to be leading these, but also you are also the king, so it's kind of a back and forth. She's just... She just likes to be in charge of behind the scenes and like the logistics and stuff. So she tends to be leading most of these up. So she kind of takes a second looking at the notes and says, all right. So just to be clear, is everyone all right with shifting around some of the forces to deal with the increase in violent altercations near the northern border? No. Great. Okay. Um, now, before we adjourn... I did want to bring up a proposal in regards to the increase in population within our borders since the amalgamation. I, now, obviously, they are not clean citizens, and I don't want to push that on any of them. But to be honest, I don't know much about Fey politics, and I don't think that anyone here really does either. So I would like to present it to you, the council, the idea of finding 
a fey ambassador, if you will, to represent them while they're here with us. Have you got anyone in mind? To be honest, no. I, I really don't know anyone. I know that you all have been traveling. Um, do you all have any potential... I mean, the only one I can think of is um, Anslow's sister or yeah, cousin. That's, that's but I don't I even. Thinking. Yeah, but she's not native to the Feywild. She's. I mean, actually, maybe that makes her perfect. She's not native to the Feywild, but she used to live here. She's like a product of both worlds. I don't um, know where she is though. I'll also say, Tam, don't you have like some bards that could? They travel a lot. I. A lot of people are they responsible enough for this? <laughs> I'm not sure they're you know I'm not sure they're council material, but they, I think they perform a lot at like um, sort of big ceremonies. So I imagine they would know someone. I could ask them. Yeah, I I think it would be good maybe if we get someone that's from the Feywild in general. You know, there's a lot of people that have migrated or unwillingly against their will and there's while we're very fortunate in the capital not to have experienced a lot of that stress i know a lot of our smaller villages and towns have really gotten the brunt of that and i'd like to help them but um i don't i'll i'll go see nora in a few days and see if she's knows anything about like the fey political system yeah the other person is maybe gilf he's um sort of big big secret man he might know some I'm sure he has some clients in That's the Feywild. She goes and she kind of writes that down, just a note. She goes, well, actually, aren't you all going on your trip in a few days? So mm. maybe I should... I I can do some research on my own. I can reach out to some experts and things. Um, if you, on your travels, maybe if you find anyone, you know, have Nora send us something, we can figure stuff out. Yeah, for sure. Okay, um, I think unless anyone else has anything else to say, we can adjourn the meeting. Um, uh, oh, yeah. um, Owen, and then um, Augie, Tam, Ren, if you don't, oh, Val, um, if you all don't mind staying a moment, I think there's just kind of makes eye contact with Owen for a second. A few uh, logistics surrounding your departure that we just need to go over. Yeah. yeah. So the rest of the uh, council members file out, except for um, Owen and then the rest of you, Bianca. And then you see in the corner the uh, captain of the guard, Drava. Um, she is at these meetings, not as a member of the council, but just as a member of kind of the security. It's important for her to be there. Uh, she's what she's usually doing, uh, standing in a corner, kind of arms crossed, leaning back, paying attention, but not really inserting herself anywhere. Can uh, I say to Bianca, um, is this something we should get Nora here for? Is it to do with the trip? Um, I think that's, uh, this was more of an Owen's kind of, it was more of, I, I've done some research and I'd like to talk to you all about it. If you think that, Nora should also be here. We can send someone to go get her very fast. It's just... I think she'd want to hear about research, yeah. honestly. It's sort oh, of yeah. field. All right. Um, he kind of looks to Drava and... Uh, Drava, would you mind? And she's... 
slinks out, kind of just goes to get her. Um, arrives a few minutes later, Nora in tow, kind of opens the door for you, Nora. Let you go in. <laughs> okay. Closes the door, goes back to the corner. <laughs> Just. All right, I got her. Okay. Um, so, what was that? What are we talking about? Owen says, well, I, I've been doing some research for the past couple of months on the Echoes, and I wanted to present those to you. I don't, do you all have an idea of where you're headed, which one you're going for first? We were going to Snowsk, right? Um, I'd imagine, I think so. I think that's, that's probably, yeah. Okay. Well, um, I came across a couple others, and I wanted to make sure that your map was properly updated. And pulls out a copy of your map, and you all have the same. If you remember, um, you have a map that is um, of the entire continent, and there is there are a couple places that are... Um, have kind of like glowing looking symbols. Uh, one of them is in Clea. And he takes a second and he goes, well, I just want to say before we do anything else, the fact that we are already in possession of one of these is instrumental. So good on you for that. Um, as far as the specific relics, we know that one is affixed to the throne in Hagish, thanks to Erendir here, um, and turns to you, Tam, and says, by any chance, I know that you're from that area, do you happen to know of any such relic that is in Hegel? Any um, sort of... haven't got the foggiest. I mean, Kate, I can roll something to see whether there's like a magical... Sword of Hegel. <laughs> um, I don't not for not for Hegel. There isn't one of those in particular. This is more of a it, it was more of like a if you know anyone I'm giving you a chance of like if you know anyone in the upper circles, you know, the monarchy you're allowed to oh, say yeah. so or not. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a secret princess. No. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> No, it's hard to just be like, oh, you don't move in those circles, I'm afraid. It's fine, I'll keep going with my research. But um, then I seem to have discovered a few options uh, where they may be located, and I wanted to make sure that you all were fully informed. Um, and he takes a large kind of quill and begins to scratch on his copy of the map, and you see on his, as well as yours, a glowing symbol begins to appear where he's writing. And he says, first, in Carval, uh, while I have not had the fortune to meet her, Queen Goodwin is known for her love of extravagance and opulence is 
the, the political way that I'll say this. I would really not be shocked if the gem were somewhere with her, which is right here in the center around where the castle is. Uh, if not, at the very least, in her very extensive collection. However, um, the echoes have a tendency to corrupt things, as we've discussed, and I have no clue as to the nature of the greed that may be instilled on her, and I don't know how easy of a task getting that from her will be. You may have to seek alternative matters for that, but that is up to you. Next, and begins to jot down something again, I have news from my colleagues that has uh, told me that there is a steady corruption near the lake in Hal. Which, by th by the way, do you guys have a map? Um, Carval is here. Hal is down here. Um, <clears throat> there have been talks of people disappearing at night, and there have been increasing places where shadow seems to be seeping into the world in general. Um, particularly around the south side of the lake, there is a large grove where the sun is just not rising anymore. I have no real concrete proof that this is connected to the echoes, but I think that perhaps some of the echoes were not all on this plane, so when the amalgamation occurred, perhaps that corruption has begun to seep into our plane, which is why we're only seeing this now. I'm a little concerned about that one in particular and what it means for the citizens, but... Again, wanted to present that option. I have no concrete proof that that's connected. And finally, um, and begins to draw a little symbol over Velashi and says, I did quite a bit of historical research with this one, actually, and I discovered that in the region of Velashi, there is a series of interconnected tunnels, very similar to the Underdark, but it's um, man-made, actually. Um, and it seems to predate modern society. And, you know, many El Zahimnian historians believe that the civilization that built the town with the help of a powerful sorcerer to connect with the rest of the continent. But anyways, um, not that important. Um, sorcerer is named the Carver and a few depictions show him with a sword and kind of indicates to the sword similar to you, Augie, and he says, um, now I've done some modern research and it doesn't appear as though in any government buildings or museums they have mention of this sword, but yes. Uh, so we may have actually come across that and it is no longer in the caves anymore. Yeah, vampire took it and flew away with it as a bat. So. Mm -hmm. Oh. Does anyone know okay. where, do, are there known vampires? around actually you know what I've, I've been meaning to do this i'm gonna cast sending on the vampire that we met <laughs> sure okay okay <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay you're gonna do this right now y yeah. <laughs> yeah okay yolo okay um you cast sending on the vampire um what do what do you say um, I'm gonna say, uh, hi, you bit my friend quite a, a long time ago, 
um, and took a sword. Give it back. We can make it worth your while. Okay. Um, there's a, there's a palpable pause for a second, and then just in response you hear, who is this? Regardless, um, uh, yeah, he says, regardless, no, that's it. Okay. Um, Quick question. What was the vampire's name? Did we ever get the vampire's name? No. Just, what, did we get it? I don't think so. Yeah, no, we didn't get it. Um, He just sort of asked. Name always comes out as as Halloumi. Harundi? Tiger girl. (laughs) Harundi? We could ask her if she remembers anything, if she said anything. Didn't he, like, kidnap her for a while? Yeah. That's true, yeah. 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 And he did he did a ritual with um her blood that seemed to activate this thing and somehow. Okay. I will share with the group, I'll be like so I just checked in with our fangy friend. Um he he said no, but then all I said was I'll make him an offer that a cat refuse. I didn't really <laughs> give him anything else. So it's not a huge right. surprise. But he's still alive. We know he's still alive, at least. Well then, um, and I have no clue where that one is. So. Valid. But in regards to that, that is the information I have. As I do more research, I will update the map. And it will, as I update mine, should update yours as per this enchantment. I'm now wondering if, rather than going to Snovsk, we should go to the island if people are going missing and, you know. Well, I don't like the cold, so. To be fair, on the other side, um, Snovsk is kind of a, a dead space when it comes to information. So if there, there could also be something nefarious happening there that we don't know about. So, you don't have to change your plans if you don't want to. I just wanted to make sure that this was presented did to you. Just, did you say the island? We don't know for certain that there's an echo there. It's just that something fishy's happening. Call it an, an educated hunch. Okay. Well, I there mean, was supposed I... to be one yeah. in every country, wasn't there? Isn't that sort of a thing? So... Mm-hmm. That would be the place to look within the country's name, which I am blanking. Hall. Hall. <laughs> it's Hall is down here, and then around yeah, is right here. So yeah, there's right two here. of them on this island. Well, Snovsk, right? Where we currently are. Um, yes, you were cl- so Snovsk yeah, is up here. It depends on where you're going. If you're going like up to the tips up here, it it'd be. Yeah, but Hall is probably the furthest away. 
Yeah, yeah, I don't know much about uh, spaceships, but I imagine they're not cheap to fuel. You may want to conserve yeah. what we can and do Stop's this. Certainly closer. The only thing is we don't really have any leads and it's a large country. So, I mean, we can go and start looking, but I don't know really where to start. I mean, it could be easy as, you know, landing somewhere uh, like, you know, landable, going to a village, saying, have you heard any, like, rumours about this, that and the other? really do that in Snoffs. They are very secretive and it's mostly ice. Okay, so maybe, maybe not then. I mean, but Nora has a point. I mean, it is closer. We could always just, you know, fly around for a day, see if visually there's anything yeah. wrong with, like, That's the terrain. Really swirling vortexes of doom. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yep. All right. I mean, yeah. And if we don't see anything, then we head southeast or... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, give it like a day or two and if, if we don't, if there's nothing, we just sack it off and go where we know that there is something. Yeah, I guess we should keep looking for intel in Znovsk if we don't find anything. Send some yeah. people in. I don't know. We can, yeah. if you are in need of that. And that's actually uh, the next thing that I wanted to bring up, which is um, protection. Augie, I, I know you don't necessarily want or need it but you're king so um what sort of protection do you want do you need well um really i'm i'm, I'm not quite sure uh i think that's something i'd have to talk with the group about because like you said, I I wasn't even thinking about protection before this. Of course you weren't. Well, we protected each other. I know, I'm just... <laughs> I know you're not thinking about yourself, but I need you to do that sometimes, okay? Okay. I mean, it couldn't hurt to have, like, a couple of soldiers, a couple of, you know, marksmen on deck in case, you know, just in case we want to have a sleep, you know. We don't always have to oh, be on yeah. watch. I agree with that. How many people does it take to fly a skyship? 20. Do we need, like, a crew? <laughs> we need 20. a crew. So we need a crew. So we need a crew of well, 20 and then, like, another 10 people to, like, military people, maybe. Um, ten. Um, Drava, can we? And Drava's sitting there. <sighs> Honestly, most of our soldiers show absolutely no promise, but I can probably scrounge up a few at least. At the very least, there'll be bodies to cushion if you got an attack. Isn't that your job to like train them up? I'm, I'm fucking trying, okay. <laughs> Don't just just question. It's a little bit difficult when there's absolutely no talent anywhere. But 
There's a couple. They're not so bad. Um, oh, perhaps we can uh, train some of them in how to man the skyship so we don't need to bring on an extra 10. can be incorporated into the crew. Makes sense to me. All right. So, are you looking for sailors, or do you want soldiers to turn into sailors, or are you looking for sailors to turn into soldiers? I need to know. Probably sailors to turn into soldiers. Mm, so no. Sense. no, no, other, other other way around. I think we're going to want soldiers turning into sailors. It might be a bit easier learning how to operate a skyship than starting from scratch on offense. I'll give you some of the less annoying ones. Thank you. <laughs> and Bianca says, well, okay, um, that's all I had. I just wanted to check in, I guess. Thank you. Yeah, cheers. Thank you, guys. A good job. <laughs> all right. Well, um, if I don't see the rest of you, good luck on your trip. Augie? Oh, I'm saying that you have to see me before you leave. You're not allowed oh. to leave without saying bye. Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with that, um, let's see. Yeah. Um, you guys take the next couple of days, all the necessary preparations you need, and let's jump over to the, the airship. Why don't we? So... Um, Side note, Nora fully leaves Oggy's little sister in charge of the library. Okay. <laughs> Very good to know. Good. As she should. Yeah. Yeah. And she's definitely going to be practicing her magic. Yep. Okay. So, airship. We'll get to that after I describe it. But, um, so, I first want to talk about the personnel of this airship. <coughs> So I'm doing something. I, I have three. I've got, I already have set up for you guys. You have already hired the captain, the quartermaster, and the bosun. Those are three people that you've got. The rest of them, you have a medic, you have a cook, you have a navigations master, you have a powder monkey, you have four gunners, which could be a part of your soldiers if you want. And then you have nine deckhands. So that's a total of 20 crew, not including yourself. The medic, the cook, the navigations master, the powder monkey, gunners, deckhand. I, meta-wise, I'm doing this for you all. Um, I'm giving you the opportunity to absolutely fuck with me in the fact that I do not have anything for these NPCs. So, at any point, <laughs> please don't do this all at once. Not, like, all in the same time. At any point, you are welcome to say something like, I go over and talk to the Aarakocra over there. <laughs> and we can make the NPC, like, improv in real time. You can make it as ridiculous as you want. You have a limit to how many there are total. And there are a certain number. But I'm presenting that to you. There you go. Um, in terms of the airship itself, I'm gonna, I'm gonna share my screen and we're gonna, we're gonna do this. All right. Don't look at these. Don't look at these. There we go. 
Okay, okay. give me a sec. I'm going to just give me, give me a hot second. Yeah, you're so good. Can you all see this? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yes. So I have, I, so I made this and I set up a certain, like what the different numbers mean. If you all want to change them, you are more than willing to, you're more than able to, like we can change some of these around. I use the example of like, if you really want an arts and crafts station somewhere, <laughs> we can make an arts and crafts station. Like it's kind of up to there you will need to be a, a mini library on this boat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I will share this with you all um, once I'm done talking through it all. Um, but we've got the, in case of if there's any aerial combat, this is the, excuse me, a uh, stat block for the airship. Gargantuan, got all this stuff, got the hull, control. Um, this is, it's run through an elemental engine. So it uses a mixture of air and fire elemental magic to keep going. And it has a very large, it has sails as well as a very large hot air balloon type structure at the top. That is how this basic move, this basically works. If you want to change the design of the general boat, that would require some money. I gave the example of like, if you want like metallic dragon wings attached to it, gonna cost some money, gonna take some time. But if that's your prerogative, you're willing to, you're able to do so. Okay. Um, I'm gonna start going over stuff. So number one. Oh, by the way, it's, so this is the top like it goes one two three four five six so there are six levels to this boat um i'll start with number one here that's the main deck pretty clear as to what that is um there are four little um boats on the side little boats in case for emergency uh evacuation things when you are not it, it functions as both an airship and a regular ship. Those are mostly for when you're on the water. They would not do very <laughs> good in the air. Uh, two, this is just storage. A lot of uh, different storage stuff. Three, this is a um, this is a uh, cabin, uh, guest quarters, potentially, if you will. Actually, if you want, we can change this into the library. So if you want to put the library right here. We can do that. Um, yeah, because that's probably the best place to do that. Um, okay, four. These are... I have actually two options for you, which are four. These can be your quarters, if you all wish. Um, or I had quarters down here in 20 and 21 as kind of larger, but you would all be together in 20 and 21 versus four is kind of more separate. I didn't know what you all oh. prefer. Maybe all together is my instinct, but I don't yeah. mind. Then four is guest cabins. So it was a question of uh, four being guest cabins or 20 and 21 being guest cabins. So we'll make these the guest cabins. Okay, um, five is the galley and six is the pantry. So this is where the cook uh, does most of their work, and six is where most of the food and uh, consumable supplies are stored. And seven is the mess hall, um, big, nice table, and plenty of space for both crew and you all to sit at and eat. 
Okay. Um, eight is the forecastle. There is a kind of large-looking crossbow uh, thing up here that you can use. Oh, and I would like to point out that while this right here is on this part, it's over here. This is, a, there's a figurehead of what looks to be like a metallic dragon of some kind. Nice. That is right there. Um, we can go over what that does in a little bit. Um, but basically this, I'll just do it now. Uh, the figurehead, one for one hour, like every 24 hours, it resets at dawn. You are able to disguise the bottom of the boat to fit with the sky around you. So effectively, you are invisible from people on the ground. Now, it does not go around the whole thing. It's not like a whole cloaking device. It's just at the bottom. If you would like to upgrade that, again, you can pay more money, figure out a way to make it completely uncloakable for an hour or so. But for right now, if you're looking for stealth missions and don't want to be seen from the ground, that is a thing that can be activated. Um, nine is the aft castle lower deck. This is kind of that middle space on a ship, you know, where the steering wheel and, and the anchor are. Ten, uh, this is the captain's cabin. They live here. So they're right here. They're chilling. Um, 11 is the upper deck of the aft castle. Sorry, this is where the wheel is. This is where the anchor is. And this is also where some of the, this is where the other crossbow are. So these two dots right there, those are crossbows. Okay, um, 12, we are going down a little bit. This is the upper cargo hold. This includes, this has a, um, I was thinking that, over here, like, this is where the animals could also be stationed. Kind of like a morose, and if you have uh, any horses or giraffes that you want to keep, um, they can go here. Um, 13, this is the head, this is the bathroom. 14, this is the crew, this is where they all are stationed. Um, 15 is the brig, if you'd like, and 16 is the armory. So, in terms of if there's any battles, this is where you throw the bad guys. This is where you get your stuff. Okay, scrolling down here. 17, this is the lower cargo hold. This it takes up most of this floor. And, oh my gosh, yep. Yeah. Uh, and 18, I have this kind of just as extra storage space. If you all want to do something with 18, you can. 19, um, 19 is the walk-in closets. So here you have a variety of different outfits for different temperatures. Um, this is where different crew members can get like a change of clothes. This is where laundry kind of thing comes in. Um, very Stardust-esque. 20, this is one of the cabins um, for you all to be sleeping in. And then 21, this is the other one. They're very nicely decorated. 22 is cleaning supplies, because gotta need it. Uh, 23, this is a training area, mostly for combat. So if you all want to do any sort of fighting pits, any kind of training, make sure that your bows are up to snuff, make sure your daggers are all set, that kind of thing, this is where you go. And um, 24... 
I did not have a particular thing for here, so I put a hot tub here. If you all want to change that, you can. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Okay. No, and with no that, chance. and with that, I'm going to stop sharing, and I will send okay. that to you now. Oh my god! Fucking nicely done, Kate. Ooh, sorry, I know that was a lot of me talking, but um, no. And awesome. again, like there's a couple things. Like obviously, you can't take the steering wheel away, but you're more than welcome to. So the cruise. Can I, sorry, I was gonna say. So the cruise quarters is just like they have the hammocks and stuff like they typically do in pirate yeah. ships. Okay, that's what I figured. Yeah. And then we have actual quarters, like the captain's quarters. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can yeah. I propose? Do we have a crow's nest? You do not because there is a hot air balloon. Oh, that's how it works. Okay. <laughs> I was going to propose putting a tree there. <laughs> but maybe <laughs> if there's a hot air balloon, that perhaps won't work. <laughs> I know well, there's, wasn't there, um, I think it was 18, you said, that had like nothing there. Yeah. We, we could put like garden. <laughs> I was gonna say we could put a garden for our ranger and our druid. Yeah, so they don't okay. lose their absolute minds. <laughs> or okay. like just like a greenhouse. So or like... if you want, we can put the hot tub in eighteen because there's two sections, and then we can put in twenty four behind the training area. We can put that because there's a little bit more space there. Yeah, <laughs> two hot tubs. Oh yes. <laughs> Do you want two hot tubs? I, I just because I saw two number two eighteen, so I was like, ah, two hot tubs, <laughs> or hot tub and sauna. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, wow, <laughs> this is a luxury boat. So, so bougie. <laughs> yeah, it's really big. Um. Okay, so eighteen A we'll say is the hot tub, and eighteen B is the sauna, and then twenty four is our garden. Garden. We got a garden. Yeah. You go to the fighting pit, get the shit kicked out of you, and then go to the garden and just be. In the- <laughs> oh, we yeah, as soon as the luxury, and now we're just now we need a sauna in our boat and a hot tub and a, and a walk-in closet. And what? Well, to be fair, I did not know the hot tub was going to be equipped with. With we were going to be equipped with a hot tub, but when the hot tub was then offered to me, I was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> we're that sauna. <laughs> I had nothing there, so I was like, I'm gonna this there cool nice. we have a boat we, we have, have a boat, boat. Cool. I'm excited. it has a dragon on it yeah, yeah. it does mm-hmm. it's a cloaking device Yay. yes and there's certain things that are available for upgrades so if you guys are like we want to be cloaked all the time that's going to be expensive but you can do it if you want more things to be cloaked so that you're not just visible from like, not just the ground, but also everything else. That's going to be expensive, but you can do it. You can add stuff. You can... Oh, I should mention that I I didn't know what color scheme you guys wanted, but I went with a red boat with gold detailing. Cute. Yes. Nice. That's nice. If you'd like to... It, we can change that if you want. That is the one nice. thing. You guys can You guys can control the colors. <laughs> green on green. Yeah. <laughs> no. Red and gold is nice. Yeah. Um, and the last thing before, if you want to talk to any NPCs or anything, uh, getting to know the three, um, it needs a name. So I did not name this. <gasps> hmm. So you all are able to choose the name. 
Oh, this is dangerous. Oh, I know. no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, McBoat face. <laughs> what was the boat in Star- Stardust called? Good Robert, question. Robert I know it was Captain <laughs> Shakespeare, but I don't know what the boat itself was called. I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm cycling through the ships that I know the names of right now, and I'm trying <laughs> to decide which one's a good one. Obviously, the Black Pearl doesn't work because it's not. What's the one that just got stuck in the Suez Canal? <laughs> <laughs> Evergreen? That's a very tavern move right there. Just uh, the uh, sky vessel is named Casper Teen in oh. Stardust. Okay, then. Are there any dragons in Shakespeare? I'm revealing how little I know about Shakespeare. <laughs> Are there any dragons? The closest that it would be is like the Tempest, so like Ariel. Uh, Ariel. I would say Midsummer, but um, there's already a lot of Midsummer in this campaign, so maybe not want to do that. So, how maybe we should think about it and then come That's yeah. fine. Yeah, I wanted to. Idea. Yeah, I didn't want to name this boat about it. Okay, totally. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So a few days pass. You guys are getting ready to board this airship for Snofsk, you all decided? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm talking to myself as I'm looking Apparently. up ship names. Apparently <laughs> the one that was stuck in the Suez Canal is the Ever Given. The Ever Given. Oh. Which... So people just decided, decided to call it the Evergreen instead? I think it had no, Evergreen there's an official, on the side of it. The, there's a different name that's the Evergreen Marine. There's two names, but Evergiven is the official name. Okay. Wow. I don't know if we want to consider that. <laughs> it might, I mean, like, it would be funny now, but, like, I'm also thinking if we, like, depending on how long this campaign goes on for, it might get. <laughs> Why did we never do Less topical. Yeah. <laughs> you said the boat is red, right? With red gold. with gold kind of piping along. In in true pirate fashion, we could go with something like the Scarlet Wench, because that's typically very pirate. Oh, I like the I Scarlet like Scarlet. Yeah. Scarlet. Yeah. Scarlet I, I liked Scarlet. I was trying to think of something else to add to it, so um, The Scarlet Bitch. <laughs> Scarlet Bitch. <laughs> Scarlet Bitch. <laughs> The sky, the, bitch. the sky bitch. The sky bitch. <laughs> I like it. Let's go. Well, if there's a dragon, it could just be the scarlet dragon. That works too. Yeah. Oh, it's so much more dignified. <laughs> it's the sky call... bitch for sure, though. Yeah. It's yeah, like, like... Um, like King of the Red Lions from Zelda. Yeah. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's okay. It, you know what? On 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 the ship, we'll call it the, the the Scarlet Bitch, but on the side, it would be the Scarlet Dragon. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. like okay. it's like it's like the Ever Given, also being the Evergreen. Evergreen. Green. Okay. Yeah. The official name is the Scarlet Dragon, but everybody calls it the Scarlet Bitch. Is yeah. everyone okay with this? Or are we? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I like uh, Scarlet Dragon. Yeah. I okay. So the Scarlet Dragon, aka then, the Scarlet Bitch. I think we should have the Scarlet Dragon, and then, like, in the tiniest fucking writing, <laughs> yeah, the Scarlet yeah. Bitch, 
So if ever you get close enough to it, you're like, yeah, like you need to squint to read it. Like that's a silent bitch. Why would you talk like you? Yes. Oh my god. So, yeah, at night. And that's the only thing that's visible at night is just like that little tiny lettering that says it's like cursive. It says like yeah. And it's flashing like an open sign at night, just like <laughs> So so you've got Scarlet Dragon like painted in really nice gold and then in neon you have Scarlet Bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, then I will say that the on-off switch for the neon sign is going to be located in, um, I think it's 17? Not in the sauna. No, let's put it in 12. Let's put it in 12. Oh, <laughs> I'm an idiot. Of course it goes in the sauna. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. There's just a big red button in the sauna. Yeah. No, it's not a big red button. It's just a, it's just a, a light switch. It's like, like a the, light switch. It's like the hot light for Krispy Kreme. Like, yeah. it's... Wait, when that's on, that means you know that someone's in the sauna. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Okay. So, a few days before you decide to set off, you go down to the Scarlet Dragon, a.k.a. the Scarlet Bitch, and you, I'm probably going to be saying it like that every single time. Um, <laughs> and you go to kind of meet the crew. There are 10 guards that are assorting you. A motley of various uh, different um, soldiers in a variety of different, I don't know, heights and statures just waiting to be talked to um but you get there and there's a crew already kind of working and there are there's one in particular that is standing around kind of making sure that things are being directed and there is a short figure next to them um the figure turns around and you see there is a um there is a person that uh, with dark kind of ash gray skin that have light glowing runes um, around uh, that I don't think any of you can read um, that seems to kind of glow like lava. They have vibrant hair that's kind of pulled up like into a half up bun that seems to catch the light regardless of where they're standing. Um, and flickers between like reds and oranges and yellows similar to the color of flame uh she's wearing a dark oh she they pronouns by the way uh is wearing a dark maroon leather jacket that sweeps down to the calves and a very thick belt where uh her hands lay gently resting on a rapier and dagger mm -hmm. Not in a particularly hostile manner, but just in a way that shows that these are her weapons of choice and they use them often and are very comfortable with these. Um, on top of their head is a very ostentatious red hat and there is a bright blue feather that doesn't seem to match with the rest of the outfit, but nevertheless it is prominent on this hat and um, turns around and says, oh... Look alive, crew! Uh, we've got visitors. Captain Flint? Pleasure to meet all of you. Uh, nice to meet you too. Uh, King Augustus, Augustus correct? Yes. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Pleasure to meet you. And you all are um, tavern. Let's see. So you're Augustus. Um, I'm guessing you're Nora. And mm, this is difficult. I'm guessing that means you're Ren. And then Val is my assumption. And then you must be Tam. Lovely. Welcome aboard. This is where we will be flying for the next little bit. Have you uh, gotten to see the ship yet? Or is this your first time? Just the blueprints. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, then we will have to show you around. Um, uh, this is my partner in crime, Quartermaster. And you see uh, that she's gesturing to the shorter uh, person next to them. Uh, this is, um, you see a, a gnome with very uh, bulbous nose and ears and kind of this a permanently affixed grin across his face. And you honestly can't tell if it's just general amusement um, or just knowledge that you're not quite aware of. It, it's it's a strange kind of mixture. Uh, his hair seems to have been very recently shorn and it's a, a frizzy mess that you could tell was attempted to be tamed with like gel for meeting you all for the first time but it it just failed and it just it didn't work mm-hmm. um and as he he kind of um says well it's a it's a pleasure to meet all of you kind of reaching and he kind of reaches up to shake each of your hands and uh, uh welcome aboard the ship i am quartermaster yusef quarish how do you spell Yousef, that? Yusef, Yusef, <laughs> Y-U-S-E-F, Yusef, and mm-hmm. then Quarish, Q-U-A-R-E-S-H. Perfect. And Thank he you. is the quartermaster. Love him. And <laughs> as he's reaching up uh, pretty high to shake all of your hands, even you, Nora, like pretty high, um, you notice that the other... Um, you notice that the other, his other arm, uh, there is clasped a roll of papers. And instead of a hand made of flesh, it looks like there's just like a very large metallic ring that the papers are stuffed in. And around his middle is a very large belt with a bunch of different metal attachments kind of dangling down. And they kind of are clanging together as he's moving around. And... Uh, he goes, yeah. Uh, just a question: Is it like just like a like a ring, or is it like a like a claw mechanism? No. So this this particular attachment is just a ring, and it seems to be able to hold stuff. Okay. Um, and actually, Val uh, he sees you looking. He goes, "Oh, lost it a few years back." Um, that's the wrong accent. Uh, lost it a few years back. Uh, you know. Was a bit surprised, but you'd be shocked at how much thing this this can carry, especially when you get a little bit of rope around stuff. Anyways, uh, as Captain said, second in command, I'm in charge of flat conditions. So you know, when my knee acts up, that's when you gotta watch out for storms ahead. Anyways, come on, we'll show you around. Show you, make sure you meet some of the crew. 
and begins to take you on the tour, which we kind of did already, making sure to highlight the sauna and the hot tub. Um, actually, and as you are being shown the hot tub, you from behind, you all kind of are affronted where you feel like this another presence. And you all turn around and you see there is a very large metallic warforged with glowing emerald eyes that are kind of just like in there and look to be almost made of emerald gems themselves and has a hammer in one hand. And um, Yusef kind of uh, turns and says, oh, uh, uh, people of Tavern, may I introduce to you? This is uh, the bosun, Mender. Um, his, uh, his name's Mender, by the way. Um, and he's the bosun. Uh, lead technician, heads up maintenance, in charge of everything you see here. Uh, he don't speak, but he signs. So if you have any issue understanding him, just get one of the crew to interpret for you. Most of us, not the ones that you brought, but most of us have been traveling together for a few years now, so anybody nearby should be able to help you out. And you see as Mender, he kind of just takes a moment, looks at you all, and just bows kind of deeply. Bow back. Nora bows back. <laughs> <laughs> just the, the whole group of tavern is just like, oh, yes. <laughs> yes. So <Okay>. friend. <laughs> how, how tall is he? Uh, bo- uh, Mender's really tall, actually. He's about uh, seven foot. He's taller than all of us. <laughs> yeah, no, he's that a never wow. He's a tall boy. Tall boy. Uh, also, Mender uses any pronouns. Uh, oh. quarter, the quartermaster uses he, him, uh, and Captain Flint uses they, she pronouns. For, nice. for your reference. Um, yes, and continues to show you around. Make sure... Um, but uh, Mender actually kind of starts following behind. Um, so it's uh, Yusuf and Mender kind of walking around, showing you everything. If we um, if we come across the healer, do they look like they are a cleric or do they look like they're um, like with what vestments they're wearing? Are they just like medicinal or are they like cleric? Oh, the medic. Okay, uh, so the medic, uh, as you approach them, um, okay, uh, you, oh my god, okay, uh, you see what looks to be kind of like an older, elderly looking satyr, um, who's got kind of, (laughs) kind of curly, um, graying silvery hair, with uh, slight horns that kind of appear from right about here and pull back a little. Um, she's got like a nice frilly pink kind of apron and she turns around and sees you all and says, Oh, hello. Hi. Um, and after talking with her a bit, she de- she's not a cleric, but she is very talented when it comes to medicine and herbs and things mm-hmm. of that nature. Um she kind of, oh, um, yes, so if, if you have any issues in terms of stomach ache, I know that traveling on an airship might be a little bit difficult at first. You can come see me, and I'll be sure to patch you right up. We just got a big shipment of herbs I'm very excited about. 
Do you have anything for like seasickness or like air sickness in the spine? Oh, absolutely. And she goes over and uh, you see, pulls out these kind of leather wristbands and says, now, when you get ready, make sure there's a pressure point right here. And what you're going to do is you're going to make sure that it's nice and attached. And if you see inside, there's a little stone. And make sure the stone is nice and pressed up there. And after about 48 hours, any sea sickness you feel should absolutely brighten right up. Thank you so much. You betcha. What was her name again? Her name Mom. is... Mom. Mom. <laughs> Um, her name is Dewberry Thistle. Dewberry Thistle? Yeah. Does she go by Fizz or, or Dew for short, or yes. is it always the full name? No, she goes by Fizz. Fizz is perfect. Yes. I guarantee you one of us is going to slip up and call her mom. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely one of us is going to slip up and call her mom. <laughs> Really. We all have. Do we all have mommy issues? Yeah. <laughs> Can't have mommy issues if you don't have a mom. <laughs> I was literally just about to say that. <laughs> I would say Tam probably has the most. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Just you wait. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yes, and make sure to come visit me anytime. Uh, and if you haven't gotten a chance, if if all else fails and those don't work, a little bit in the sauna, get the sweat out. Very much is helpful for when you're getting your air legs, as it were. <laughs> God. I can so, just yeah, imagine that's the whole party's just there, non-verbal, almost crying. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, anyways, so that's how uh, figuring out the NPCs on this ship is going to work. And if you guys want to add more to that process and be like, I go over to the Loxodon doing the the things, you can do that. But yeah, that's how it's going to work. Kate, I have an idea for one of the NPCs. I'll talk to you about it later, but okay. I, I think it's I think it's a really fun idea that you'll like. Okay. Sure. How long um, between this introduction of going around the ship and like departing, or is this like the we're all going around and we're this is like the late? this is kind of like the day before, like okay, set up your make sure all your stuffs here, make sure everything's all set, final checks before you're heading out. Oh, so it's the scene in Atlantis when Milo meets everybody and then they decide to go. Bingo. Nice. That is exactly what is happening. Um, can Val go find the kitchen? Uh-huh. Absolutely. Is the cook in there by any chance? Yes, the cook is in there. <laughs> yes. Um uh, Val's gonna start like putting around and just like doing what she normally would in the kitchen. And if the cook interrupts her, sh- cool. If not, that's fine. It's okay. up to you. Uh, give me a height. A height? Do you want the cook to be taller than you or shorter than you? That's the, that's the ultimate question. All the cooks I've always had have been taller than me, but, like, not soup, not, not, um, mender. Like, not gigantic. No, no, no. Like, only, like so six t- feet. taller? Taller? Yeah, just, like, six, six feet. feet. Six feet. Okay. So, you walk into the kitchen and you see that, um, there is a very 
large hulking figure standing there um seems to be basically only wearing what looks to be like a white apron and some kind of pants uh no shirt to be found and you see like very kind of darkish green skin um and there is a very and with a big chef hat on top and you see that standing there is an orcish man yes <laughs> kind of got like the bigger tusks and looks like right now he's whipping up some kind of white kind of meringue and kind of this whipping and he, you open the door and he goes not for a little while longer it, uh, i um she, she like goes over and is just like i i'm i'm not here to ask you for food i'm here to ask you to for for work i want to help <laughs> apples are over there if you want to start shopping okay she just straight up like doesn't even say anything else. Just goes okay, and then just starts getting to work immediately. Does not know this man's name. Just doesn't even care. She's just going to call him Chef, and that's it. Great, that's his name. Just Chef. I, I really want her. I want Val to go through this whole trip without knowing this man's name. I want. I want Done. them to form a bond like no other, but never learn each other's names. Cause like, because typically in the in a kitchen you just say yes chef, yes, so you chef. don't ever you yes chef no chef you just don't like say their names. So absolutely, his name is chef to her. <laughs> okay, perfect. Thank you so much. Of course. Um, yeah, and you go in. Um, while the rest of you are getting a nice tour, you you smell what seems to be almost like like you smell some kind of like cinnamon and apple flavored thing. <laughs> And, and as you go into the, uh, as you're being shown where the cafeteria and the mess hall and where you're going to be eating a majority of your meals, you see uh, several members of the crew are kind of sitting down, uh, playing cards and appear to be eating what looks like some kind of apple tart. Um, and yes, you wander around. With that, in just looking at time, um, you are shown that you are you meet some of the crew. Um, Captain, make sure NPCs? to see. What? Where are the remaining NPCs? Well, you brought yeah. 10 of them with you, and then... Um, you listed so you a few with titles that you hadn't come up with. People. Oh, the medic, the cook. Oh, are we doing all of them right now? I was just going to... I just was... I had a very vague suggestion for okay. one. We don't have to. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, there's the navigations master. So that's kind of the person in charge of um, making sure you guys are going in the right direction. There's the powder monkey, making sure that um, uh, armory Oops. is stocked and like kind of, yeah. Uh, there are four gunners. So those are probably going to be soldiers. Um, and then there's nine deckhands. So kind of just standard sailors um and the captain does make it clear that on occasion they are that you are not required to help out but if you did help out that would be greatly appreciated Val's already on it yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and during this time if there's like on the ship if there's any job that you would like to partake in you can do like an apprenticeship kind of thing get mentored build up that skill and if there ever comes to be a use for it, we can figure that out. Yeah, I think Ren would be sort of lookout duty, probably 
helping the navigator somewhat okay. with his perception. Can we say that the navigator is just some fucking guy? Just a guy. <laughs> just <laughs> just a dude. human guy. Just a with human normal guy. Normal hair. Yeah, normal face. Okay. So like just Mr. Gibbs? Like Steve. Steve or possibly Tom. <laughs> okay. I just love the idea of one really normal guy with like a fire genasi and an yeah. orc and like a I what tried was to, class I was drug. I tried to make this the like like gayest Motley pirate crew I, I could possibly yeah, do. I love it. And the only thing I could add is just one extremely, extremely tired, normal ass dude. Yeah. <laughs> a normal ass okay, guy. I have a question. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Can we make that the powder monkey? Because I think that that would be really funny to just have like everyone be, and then just a normal guy is just like who has to do with the guns and the ammo, and is just like <laughs> yeah. my name's Tom. Yes. <laughs> I love that. It. Yeah. Todd Okay, so Tom. Sure. It's my dad's name. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> I, no, it's my. It's my dad's name too. <laughs> we can change it to Todd. Todd is close. Todd. Okay. Todd's enough. Yeah. I have nothing written about Todd's Todd besides good. just Todd. That's fine. Todd the powder monkey. Powder monkey. Good. We'll figure out the navigator later. Leave your navigator. <laughs> I have a question. Is yes. there a is there like a carpenter on board? Would that be the bosun? Um, so carpentry would I actually I kind of put this like surgeon slash carpenter. Yeah, that'd probably be the bosun. Okay. Yeah, now that I think about it. Yeah. That would be Mender. Yes. I would like to also note that all of these NPCs are romanceable if you so <laughs> much. Oh my god. Normal guy. <laughs> Except for Todd. Yeah. Todd yeah. is not romanceable. Todd is not romanceable. Oh, poor Todd. <laughs> Todd's romanceable, but he's like a He's four. just super normal. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like, a guy. Like, just, like a fucking gnoll or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, like a hyena person. Yeah. I honestly thought that was going to be the captain because my brain went straight to Treasure Planet, and I was like, if we don't have, a, if we don't have the cat captain, I'm going to be so mad. Oh, but then you made it even better with Captain Flint, and I was like, yes. Do you want it's a tabaxi so cool. in here? I'll throw a tabaxi in here. Tabaxi navigator. Yeah. Tabaxi, tabaxi navigator. navigator. Okay. Yes. <laughs> A calico one. Okay. Can we have Luxodon twins? I don't care what they do, <laughs> but just. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, those, so with gunners, guys. do you want a, a knoll, and then we can have two Luxodon? Cool. What? Oh, a friggin' elephant. Those ones. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, um, we can figure out the rest as we like kind of go on. Um improvising and stuff but um you all are shown the ship you have like a last a couple like a day or so to get any last minute preparations if anyone has any last minute things they'd like to do while in clea say goodbye to gilf <laughs> but that's it Gil- i think Gilf already <laughs> left i think i'm pretty sure gilf went back oh they did i sent him a, le- a letter with a with oh a- that's right with that friggin mm-hmm. that thing that stupid oh, mask. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is the possibility of keeping in contact with Gil, so if you want to pick him up on the way somewhere. 
Well, I was gonna see if there's like a way that, cause like I know um, Tam can cast like sending, but like is there a way to do like a mail service? Oh, wow. So there are things called paper birds that you can use. Um, okay. They're illegal, but um, cool. there's, I mean everything magical is illegal, but um, it's effectively a bird, uh, a piece of paper that you can like write a letter on, and then you fold it up into a bird, and then it'll fly to the person. That cool. We're doing that. Because that's how Val wants to keep in contact with Gilf. Okay. You have, also, you have money, right? I do. I, I just need someone to teach me how to write. Well, <laughs> we'll talk after this session about uh, <laughs> getting paper <birds>. literate. <laughs> yeah. And becoming literate. Becoming literate. <laughs> um, um, I, because I know we're we're trying to be careful about time would there do we have time to have a conversation hmm? <laughs> what, what kind of conversation with ren hmm? um i mean i mean i don't have anything else to do no i want to hit it okay yeah. then okay. yeah yeah okay it is all you guys cool uh, um let's let's say this will do you want this to happen in your room or do you want this somewhere else it would probably happen in my room. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it, it, I'd imagine it's, it's just like the night before we leave. Mm -hmm. I'll say it's like I'll say it's like I'll say it's like sunset. So it's like like balconies open. Like it's nice. Birds are chirping. Kind <laughs> of starting to set. Mood. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Like, Augie kind of just bursts out of nowhere and says, Okay, I need to talk to you. Okay. You have you have your serious face on. What's up? Um, I... I just wanted to tell you about something that happened. Okay. Hang on, sorry. I'm just looking at everyone's faces. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, you're good, you're good, you're good. Focus. Okay, Take a okay, second, okay, focus. Okay. You can do this. Okay. Um, well, a few nights ago, probably about a, a few nights ago, um, <sighs> Topher came to my room. And we talked a, a, a little bit. Okay, Joel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then... And then I slept with him. I've been here every night. It was one of the times you were down with um, Nora. Okay. So I came up after and then got in your bed. Okay, now, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's weird, isn't it, Augie? Yeah. Yeah. And 
you know, I, 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 I felt like I, I needed to, to tell you, um, we said that there was no emotion attached to it. We did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I'm not sure what I'm, why are you, why does this matter? Other than I got in your bed immediately after. Uh. Um, well, because after that, uh, it, it uh, sort of made me realize something. Um, I really like you, Ren. Uh, and it's, 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 it's okay if, if you don't feels the same way, but um, I thought it was important for me to tell you. Um, right. You know, no, you go, it's okay. Uh, I just said, right. Oh, yeah. I don't know how. I'm gonna go for a walk. Okay. He's gonna leave the room. Yeah. He's gonna find Nora. Woohoo, <laughs> 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 bitch! <laughs> Okay, um, Nora, where are you? Is this like late at sun's? She should be in the library. Yeah, he's gonna do that thing where like he's walking. Oh, there's suddenly I suddenly. Hello. Probably Jess. Is it okay? There's still an echo. Hmm. Thick. Is anyone else hearing the echo? Is it just a little bit, yeah. Should I join, rejoin the call? See if that makes sense. Maybe. Or if you have like headphones or. I don't. Okay, okay. Everything's great. Everything's so good. <laughs> We will sit in this for a few more minutes. <laughs> this is a fun testing. Okay. So, um, is that better? I don't hear an echo anymore. Nice. Okay. 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 Cool. So, um, I'll say that probably Lydia's down there with you because it's like after dinner. Okay. She's probably. I don't know if you're doing magic with her, but she's she's down there. She really likes the library now. 
Okay. Ren, Ren's doing this thing, like, you know, like, when you've just gotten, like, bleh, you're just walking, you're not seeing anything, people are talking to you probably, you are not acknowledging them, he just walks, like, his feet just carry him to the library, and he just walks in, and, like, stops and just looks at Nora. She kind of, like, takes one look at him and is just like, all right, kids, you're done for the day. Okay. Uh, she starts walking out, and she turns to um, you, Ren, and goes, You look like shite, by the way, and continues. Doesn't hear her. <laughs> I did not teach her that word. Uh, what's going on? Did you know about Tofa? I know he's a bit of a shady prick. Why? I feel a bit feel a bit bad talking about this now if he hasn't told you himself. Topher? I don't speak to him. No, Augie. Oh. Am I, like, putting together the right dots here? Because, like, it was very obvious that, like, that guy had, like, a massive thing for Augie and I didn't like it, but... What's your intelligence modifier? Is it five? Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, you're you're putting it together. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So our last um wine night. I was here late. Went yep. up as I always do. To Augie's room as I always do. Everything was normal, I thought. I learned today. Was he in the water? He was in the water, right? I, d- I hope not, but he was there immediately before me, I suppose, what Oggy said. But then, not only that, Oggy has said that 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 he likes me, and I don't know how to process all of that. Okay, is the, obviously Topher is news to you, is the latter news to you? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay, Mm -hmm. fair enough. (sighs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) (laughs) Um... I imagine you don't feel great about the Topher thing. No. I feel a bit stupid, actually. And I don't really know why. Um, As someone who has a hard time experiencing more than one emotion at a time, uh, you probably need a minute to feel stupid and angry before you can, like think about how you feel about Augie saying he likes you which is <laughs> shocker. Yeah I just sort of walked out after he said that. Fair enough. I don't know if you know this but someone 
I thought someone liked me before. Before I knew your name, even. <laughs> Though I should have known your name. We won't talk about that. Um, Amber? How did you know? Remember when we went to that fortune teller? Ah, you were listening. Yeah, I thought he was dead. But he just left me. So, I have a hard time believing now. When someone says... that they like me. Do you believe him? Do I believe Augie? Mm. Augie's a very, very bad liar. So you think it's real? It's not my place to say. I think maybe, I don't know, maybe he didn't know himself until slept with that good looking brick. Maybe he did and it was just like a thing, I don't know. We're trying really hard not to be really angry about it. Ah. Uh, but no, no, I, I think it's obvious that there's been something a little more between you two for a long time. Thought it was just me. <laughs> but, you know, what you choose to do with that is uh, something else. Can I stay in your room tonight? Yeah. Okay. Just tonight. I just need to think. And see. <laughs> okay. So, um, you all sleep your final night in the castle, and in the morning, wake up pretty early. Grab the last little bit of your belongings, everything else you're going to be taking on the skyship, and set off. And I think that is where we're going to end. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, oh, are you good. Stop, you're in some trouble now. Good. Oh, my uh, God. He for sure didn't sleep. Just obviously. Great. Okay, question about the sweater, though. You have 24 hours, you, so you have yeah, one you're not word. exhausted. You're not exhausted. Well, do I have to be wearing the sweater? <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. Like, if I take it off in the morning. Oh, no. It, it, did you sleep in the sweater? Yes. Then you're good. You know, yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> rather yeah. not sleep in the sweater. But, but like, like, emotionally, yeah. he's exhausted. You, know? you don't <laughs> yeah. need that exhaustion point for it to still be there. No. Yeah. 
you do not get disadvantage on all ability checks for right now. Unless you would like to, uh, like, voluntarily elect to do that. <laughs> for the love we'll of God, see. Miller? No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> oh my god. So, uh, good RP. Uh, you guys have an airship. Wow. I'm so excited. <laughs> and you are heading up to Snovsk. Very exciting stuff. And we will see where that, how that lies next time. It's going to be, depending on where you guys are headed, it'll, it'll depend on how many days of travel you guys are going to go. But for right now, I think that is a good place to call it. So thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs> I just imagine us on the like on the ship being like, Moon Lady! Yeah. <laughs> I'm also wow. loving that, that Augie was like, you know what sounds like a great idea? Confessing my feelings to this guy I have. Well, before we go on a long...